Which camera am I supposed to look at? That one for that? Okay. <laughs> What's my name again? <laughs> oh, we frustrate Taylor so much. We? <laughs> Don't bring me in this. Guten Tag and herzlich willkommen zum Ein bisschen besser, der Podcast zum Deutschlernen. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Lord help us. That was actually that was actually real German. I believe it. <laughs> Our goal on this podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of his spirit do better so together we can be a little better. Well, welcome to A Little Better. We are so happy to have you. We are here at week three of four weeks of our exciting campaign, Mountain Mover. Well, um, Drew... How are you feeling? We're past the halfway point. The finish line is in sight. Why don't you give us your sermon in 60? Yeah, again, we're looking at the journey of Jesus looking at his disciples and saying, you have a little faith. So we saw this moment with Peter walking on the water. And so familiar passage, but what a challenging passage of faith, of Peter taking a huge step of faith and still being condemned for little faith. And so yeah. just just challenging us. Um, around what faith looks like, taking risks uh, for the sake of the gospel, and then challenging our church to take a step of faith, to pray throughout the week. God, what would it look like for you to stretch my faith um, where I trust in you more than anything? And so kind of a, the pinnacle part of this series, I think, um, mm -hmm. where the challenge really comes in to sacrifice for an another missional outpost. Yeah. Uh, those keywords, challenge, sacrifice, I'm feeling them. I mean, Drew, I appreciate the way you're, as you say, leading the way, not pointing the way, and all of us. I mean, <laughs> who enjoys getting beat up? But, you know, the results can be amazing. Um, you had, I was, when you're telling that story about, from the scripture, about um, the boat, you mentioned that the disciples gave up everything to follow Jesus. And that just kind of struck me because I don't think most of us start our journey that way, yeah. you know, giving up everything. Um, what, is it, what does it look like today? Maybe, I don't know, examples in your life, things that you've seen of people, you know, what God calls them to give up. Yeah, I think the disciples are a, a beautiful, relatable picture to all of our journeys. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, initially when it comes to faith, right, we have to let go of really ultimately our way mm -hmm. at the expense of God's way, right? That's why we say, Lord, you're master, you're Lord, you, you know, and so in a sense, salvation is that moment where we let go of everything and declare mm -hmm. it to be God's. Um, now the disciples did that in more ways than we have to, right? They, to follow Jesus, it, they literally left their career everything behind. And so they're a beautiful example, a challenging example of what it really looks like to follow Jesus. But they're also like a, this example of like the journey of like still getting it, right? So they, they literally leave everything behind and then they cling to things mm -hmm. and then they have to let them go. And how true is that? Our, like in my faith journey, that's so true of me, right? This journey of up and down, like, God, I trust you with everything. And then moments where I'm like, ah, I'm not sure I can trust you with this, God. And we see this ebb and flow of the disciples throughout their journey, right? They meet mm -hmm. Jesus, like, I'll give any, up anything to follow you. Right. But then throughout their journey, he's rebuking them for, like, just little faith. Right. And obviously, it's Jesus' sacrifice that saves us. There's yep. nothing. Our sacrifice doesn't earn anything. Nope. Is that, but in the wake 
of that sacrifice, it seems necessary for us to sacrifice yeah. to, well, to grow or even to know, you know, the genuineness, you know, of, of our faith. Yeah. I mean, you think about the people who walked away, you know, from Jesus because... I mean, so many times he drives away the crowds. Why? Yes. Because they won't make a sacrifice. Not not to earn their salvation, but that just proved the, the validation. Lack of faith. Yeah. The, the faith that wasn't there. Um, do you have I mean, I feel like this is such a huge challenge that we're we're building up to, you know, for faith, which is awesome. You and I have lived through a few of these, yep. you know, you know, um, you know, you know, challenges. Um, how do you keep it you know, fresh. I, you'll never, you only have your one first campaign. So you can remember the first campaign. I, Karen and I can remember the first campaign that we're a part of. How, how do you keep it fresh? I mean, how do you approach it when you've been through it a few times? Yeah. I mean, I, I try to approach it the same way I did the first one. You know, mm. I, I don't think the first is supposed to be the special one. Uh-huh. I think the first is supposed to be the same as the other ones. Uh-huh. Um, as much as I, if I'm, if I'm being like completely transparent, as much as I hate this moment, <laughs> I also love it. Yeah. Um, I have felt really spiritually stretched. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel really close with Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he's challenged me. He's been like constantly speaking to me. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, this journey has been so beneficial to my heart. Um, and that's why it's like a love hate relationship. There's this battle going on in my heart of my flesh and -hmm. the spirit of God, right They're They're at war right now. They're at odds. And man, I get it. If you feel that way, right. I I feel like that is natural and accurate to how we should feel through a campaign of like, I don't want to do this, Mm -hmm. but I need to do this. Like, I don't, I don't want to sacrifice, but I get to. And mm-hmm. it's this battle that wages in our hearts. And I, what I've loved about this campaign in my own life, in my own like family's life, is the journey it takes you on and the closeness that it has brought to Jesus and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking before about the fact that, you know, so you say you try to treat it like the first one. I'm going to tell you, I mean, <laughs> most of us don't. <laughs> um, I, and I'll back this up with, I was talking to our, you know, a giving consultant a while ago. And I said, you know, I, we've never, we've never sacrificed like we did for the first one. And he said, that's true for everyone. <laughs> so that's the cynical, the cynical view, but it's a paradox. We were talking about it. It's like, why is that? Because you have this story, so many stories, your story, you know, my story. I can remember Karen and I, Boy, that was a stretch. That first campaign, it 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 really seemed foolish. Yeah, you know what we committed to, and it was a three year commitment. And I mentioned before, like we had kids in college, we had I, I lost my job, and yet God came through, and we gave that entire mm. you know commitment. And we look back at that experience as an amazing experience. Why don't I want to repeat it? <laughs> Why don't I want to be blessed again? But I'm just, it's, I, I know that I've personally, full transparency, not done that, <clears throat> you know, not matched the intensity of that first campaign. Now, this, this current one, I, I think that's what God is working on, mm. on, on me on. And I appreciate you leading the way because I've watched you. It, it's obvious to me because we've watched you for weeks that you're stretched 
and you're continuing to be stretched, you know, through this. It's not like you, it's not like you said, oh, on January 1st, I better, I, I, there's a capital campaign coming. I better, I better check with Ashley and see, see what we're doing. Okay. And it's been just like a static point in time. You're, you're very much you yeah, know, in the journey. It's right a now. journey, right? It is. And I, you know, I've had many conversations with people much like yours, like mm-hmm. where they talk about their first campaign and right. they're like, it was such an amazing experience. God uh-huh. stretched us. And then they tell me stories of like how God provided for them through it all. Like th- this is never going to work. And God mm-hmm. came through. And then it's like, well, what happened in the next campaign? Well, we didn't do that. And <laughs> listen, I get it. Right. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not like pressuring anybody, but like from what I read in the Bible and what I see is God doesn't want our faith to diminish. He mm-hmm. wants it to increase. Right. And so like, that's been my goal, right? I, I feel like Ashley and I, we stretched at our first campaign. It was a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted, I genuinely not to puff my chest out. I want to do more. I want to, I want to go for it. I want, I want to increase my faith. I don't want to get to the end of the day. Like, don't worry, God. One time I had a lot of faith, but the other times I had some faith. You know, mm-hmm. like I just I, like, and at the end of the day, like who, who goes rock climbing and, and climbs the top of the mountain and is like, man, that was horrible. Or like who runs a marathon and crosses the finish line mm-hmm. and be like, I worked so hard. This was a journey to get here. Ah, that it wasn't worth No, every time, like I, I look at my story of the last campaign for gaining ground. I saw God provide in like crazy, amazing ways. Mm-hmm. Like ways that like still give me a little bit of goosebumps. Like, don't I want to experience that again? Yeah. And sure, it's going to look different. Mm-hmm. But man, I, I, I'm just at this journey in my life where I, I, I want to mm-hmm. get to God and be like, yo, I risked it for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I went for it. Yeah. And it's, we've been talking about this. It's, it, it's not all about money. No. I mean, there's so many, but money is such an incredible tool God uses to test and grow <laughs> our faith, you know. And, Unfortunately, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I think part of it is, what is the money for, you know? And I think that's where I probably, you know, for me, I feel like the money's for my security. Mm-hmm. You know, the money is so that I feel less scared about the future. You know, that's that's my personal thing. Other people might say the money's for enjoying a lavish lifestyle or other yeah. things, that, you know, more cars, whatever. I mean, we all have our different ways, yeah. you know, responding. But just, you know, just for me, I just think, you know, you know, the bigger the pile, the less my anxiety, which is horrible. Yeah. Horrible. So, you know, finding ways to let go of that, that's, that's the only way. You well, know, and that's I'm why, to, you know, in the scriptures, God says what, where your treasure is, there your heart follows. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is Jesus, when he taught on this, he says, you either serve God or your money. Mm-hmm. And it's the only thing he used, right? He didn't say your time. Mm-hmm. He didn't say your town. Like he just knew money would have a grasp on our hearts. Like nothing else does. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to feel bad that they enjoy the things sure. of, of this world. Like I think there are, God blesses us. He increases what right. we have for us to enjoy. And so there's nothing wrong with taking a vacation, but I do think there are moments in our mm-hmm. life where God says, I want to see your faith. Yeah. I want to see who you truly serve. And I think this is a moment for our church, as much as no one likes it, we grumble about it. I grumble about it. The mm-hmm. journey God takes us on, it's like, hey, how big is your faith? Like, yeah. who do you really trust and, and love? 
Yeah. It's the difference between enjoying those good gifts and loving yeah. those gifts. But, uh, yeah. Um, but what are some other ways? Uh, so we mentioned money, but other ways that you see God test our faith? You've seen other people, seen your mm. own life. Where, where are those other places where? Yeah, I would say there's two ways. One one way where I feel I have like incredible regret and one way where I saw like we went for it and we saw God provide. So I'll talk about the positive first, just cause it will make me feel better about myself. <laughs> um, I remember when Ashley and I were just married and I was a youth pastor in Maryland and the church wasn't a good fit. It was my first ministry job. So I took whatever I could get. Uh, just to give you an example, I had to wear a suit and tie every single day to work. Oh, every single day. I was a youth man. pastor. Like who, what kind of oh. cool youth pastor wears a suit and tie? None. Okay. And if you're listening and you wear a suit and tie and you're a youth pastor, try something else. Right. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, and so we were transitioning and the job that, um, I got was in Georgia, right? So, you know, 900 miles away from our family, 900 miles away from everything we knew. We didn't know a single soul in the entire state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And so God was like, go. Oh, this is where I'm calling you. And it was like, okay. And Ashley and I were terrified. We were low key excited because wow, Mm -hmm. the weather there is amazing. But like, we don't want to be lonely. And I'm telling you, like trusting God and seeing how he provided for our family in the relationships that we have, Mm -hmm. Southern parents now that we enjoy, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, just amazing way. Another way where I I think I failed the faith test. So Ashley and I, if you know our story for two years, we dealt with infertility. Didn't know if we're going to be able to have a child. And, um, I met with a a friend of mine. He was a pastor and he literally looked Ashley and I, I will never forget this moment. He looked us in the eye and he says, Drew, you have to have faith, right? God's going to provide. And he says, faith big enough to go buy a crib before you ever get pregnant. Mm. He said, go buy a crib. And I was like, that's dumb. You're stupid. (laughs) Like, I was just like, no, that's, that's crazy faith. Like that, Mm -hmm. God's not calling me to do that. Uh Honestly, it's one of like my biggest regrets. Yeah. That I didn't believe enough uh-huh. in God's provision to just get a crib before I ever had a pregnancy test. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I Karen and I, we can also think about those career choices is yeah. often a place, you know, where it pops up. You know, we have people on staff who've walked away from far more lucrative careers to mm. serve, yeah. you know, and be on our staff. And, and uh, Karen and I, I left Kodak years ago to go to seminary, mm. and we also went to a place where we we knew no one. But it was in, and that that was interesting because I really felt God speaking to me before we left, and said, "Brad, you're going to enjoy it out there, mm. but you can't stay." Mm. And uh, and then I remember years ago because you know five years later I'm you know done with the degree and uh, we loved it there. <laughs> we had so many friends. We were part of a growing church. It was great. But I just remembered and still felt that God said, no, you know, you need to come back to Rochester. Mm. So that's where we've, you know, you know, come back. But, you know, so there's different ways in which our faith is yeah. tested. And I also can come up with many opportunities where I, th- I felt like I missed a blessing yeah. because there was an opportunity, you know, and I, I passed it by. I, I don't know if you remember the story. This is just crazy random. Chronicles of Narnia. If you haven't read Chronicles of Narnia, read Chronicles of Narnia. I've read them several, several times. But Voyage of the Dawn Treader, there's, there's, do you, have you read? Yeah. So you remember the Voyage of the Dawn Treader? There's at some point where they've, they're on this island. Things have just gone horrible. They don't have supplies or whatever. It was a mutiny. 
is imminent. You know, and uh, Prince, it's Prince Caspian, right, who's yep. taking them on the Voyage of the Dawn Treader. You know, you know, mutiny's there, and, and and Prince Caspian's like, hey, I'm not, you know. I, I'm not begging you to go. I'm choosing who I'm letting go mm. with me. Who gets to yeah. continue on the journey? He just says, "You guys, you, you you guys think about it, and 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 I'll decide who's worthy, mm. like to continue." And the whole mood shifts, and then there's that one guy who's the last one and grumbles about it, regrets <laughs> it the rest of his life. He lives a horrible, horrible life to you know to his grave because he never had that step of faith to continue, you know, you know, in the journey. And, you know, as we know, that voyage turned out ultimately well, but we get to, right? I yeah. mean, here's this opportunity where God puts these faith opportunities in front of us and we get to, he has something for us. Mm. You know, I know it's always attention for you up there. Um, are people thinking we're trying to get something from them? Yeah. Are we trying to manipulate? Are we trying to get, are we trying to, we don't care about any of that. Yeah. God wants to do amazing things in your life, and the way there is through sacrifice. You know, and I, what's faith. crazy is I don't ever feel that tension. I know some okay. people feel that tension. I don't because uh-huh. one, I know my own heart. Mm-hmm. So, like, and and the evidence of it is like if I'm trying to manipulate people, then I wouldn't be sacrificing with them. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm I, I, unless I'm manipulating myself. Right. I just. You know, I, I don't feel that tension at all. I feel like mm-hmm. we are calling people to faith and I, I'm, I'm not going to apologize for that. Right. I, you know, I'm not I, like my job is to teach the scriptures and call people to live like Jesus, to look like Jesus. And man, you, you, you look at Jesus, he gave everything, right? Mm-hmm. He gave his life for us and I could give everything and it wouldn't even come close mm-hmm. to what Christ has given for me. And so I don't, I don't ever feel that tension. Now I try to communicate in a way if there is a skeptic there thinking that to alleviate that tension. Mm -hmm. Um, but man, I want to, I want to be a part of a church that has big faith that is willing to, to risk it all for the sake of God's kingdom. Right. Yeah. I think you, and just, um, you think about your kids and what you want for them for mm. the future. And it's just like, you know, you th- I know I'm asking you to do something hard, but it's you are going to experience such ful- fulfillment, you know, from serving God, from seeing, you know, being used by him, yeah. you know, to advance the kingdom, to reach lost people. I mean, w- why, <laughs> I think why would you turn away from that? I think it's that? a great point especially for families, it, you know, as you go through this journey, take your kids with you, mm. right? Talk about it. So <laughs> this is a great story. Um, we were, we, we sat down with our kids and said, Hey guys, right. This is going to affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, because the budget is getting smaller. Um, and we're going to have to say no to things that we all would like for the sake of something greater. Okay. And so we, we, <laughs> this was great. We were sitting around the table and we were, we, Ashley and I were like, Hey guys, we're going to sacrifice for the Brighton campus. And mm-hmm. this is what this means. And like initially, Malachi was like, he literally looked at us with his eyes are big. He goes, wait, mommy, daddy, um, who's getting sacrificed? And, and we're like, no, Malachi, no, no. This isn't like an Abraham and Isaac thing, okay? He was like genuinely like, oh no, 
is this like a pick a straw and like whoever gets a short oh, straw no. is going to be sacrificed? I was like, no, no, this is just dollars, buddy. We, we're not, no, we're not doing that. But like he was genuinely nervous. And honestly, we can't afford all of you. As a, as a kid, I remember my dad talking about these things with us oh. and just like, as a kid, like we, we often overlook what our kids are soaking in. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the greatest blessings of sacrificing is what it instills in your kids, right? Mommy and dad, they love Jesus enough to like surrender things to him. Um, I, I just don't think that is in vain. I think that's, man, I, I'd give up my entire retirement, my entire bank account, just to know, right. and I know this speaks yeah. to you, Brad, to yeah. know my kids would follow Jesus. Absolutely. I would surrender everything. Like right. you couldn't name something, some luxury right. that I wouldn't be willing to give up just mm. so my kids have Christ in their heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, when it drops, you've got about five days before Commitment Sunday. Maybe you're listening to it a little later. Drew, can we just go out with some advice for our listeners? We've got Commitment Sunday coming up. How would you advise people to spend these last few days? I, I would just say from my own personal journey, you, you can't do this in your own strength or your own wisdom. Like you have to spend time with Christ, right? Mm-hmm. You have to like get on your knees and just be like, God, what does this look like for me? Um, and just like Peter, I think this story is a great example. Like when you know, don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. I, the, for me, as hard as this is for me to say, I knew what God wanted us to do and I didn't like it. And so I just slowly pushed it down and pushed it down. And it took, it took God to like take me on a journey of like pushing my faith and like go on the journey, right? Like go on the journey, spend time with God and just, just listen and hear and obey, right? I promise you, you will never regret your obedience to God. Never. As hard and as difficult it is, you will always regret not doing what he says to do. Sadly, I know that's true on both sides. Mm. Thanks, Drew, for that encouragement. Well, listen, three weeks down, one week to go. Very excited about Commitment Sunday. Please uh, get back to us next week for the final week of Mountain Mover. Mm-hmm.